This episode is brought to you by Southland Credit Union. Southland Credit Union has options for you. As a student of Long Beach State, you have access to student loans, student loan refinance, free online financial education courses, free checking, and low rates on auto loans. Southland Credit Union is the official credit union of Long Beach State Athletics. Visit beachcu.com for more. Welcome back to Beach Weekly, a podcast created and produced by Long Beach State's student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. I'm your host, Daily 49er news editor, Julia Terbesh. Check out our content at daily49er.com, where you can read campus and Long Beach-related news, sports, arts and life, and opinions, as well as multimedia content, including more podcasts, videos, and photo galleries. This is The Lowdown, for all things CSULB. Without any further ado, let's dive into this week's special episode on Outtober. Published Monday, October 12th, this is the Daily 49ers' second ever October issue and features several stories focused on the LGBTQ community and the challenges they've faced and overcome, including a history of LGBTQ activism, a safe sex guide, and more, all at daily49er.com. To start things off, here is Special Projects Editor Peter Villafanier with his letter from the editor. We march on the path paved by bricks our ancestors threw for us. Many people, including those in the queer community, do not know queer history. It is important to acknowledge the people who paved the way for LGBTQ activism as we know it, especially the people of color who are not often recognized as the faces of the movement. We honor their legacy by continuously sharing their stories and mourning those we have lost. Many queer folks are part of more than one marginalized community. We recognize that black members of the LGBTQ community experience discrimination at a higher rate than other racial groups. Transphobia and structural racism work hand in hand to perpetuate hate against black, transgender, and gender nonconforming people, according to the National LGBTQ Task Force. Visit the Transgender, Gender Variant, and Intersex Justice Project's website to learn about direct actions people can take to support these individuals who need aid the most. LGBTQ lives won't matter until all black lives matter. We recognize that media portrayal has not always been kind to the community and has contributed to the discrimination that people face. We hope these stories in our second October issue are part of the effort to move the needle in a more positive direction. The road ahead is a long and bumpy one, but we move forward, as we always have. Violent crimes against trans women of color are growing worldwide due to misinformation and toxic masculinity. The Long Beach LGBTQ Center offers assistance to the transgender community by providing services such as name and gender changes to help alleviate some of the discrimination individuals may face. While the LGBTQ community is becoming more accepted, there is still a high rate of hate crimes against trans and non-binary individuals. They are more likely to experience violence than their cisgender counterparts. In 2020, there have been 31 transgender or gender nonconforming individuals that have been fatally shot or killed in a violent manner. According to the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, more than 130 transgender and gender expansive individuals have been killed in the United States since 2013, which is when these types of cases began to be recorded. In 2019, 91% of the reported murders were black individuals, and 81% were under the age of 30. A research study done by Transrespect versus Transphobia Worldwide between 2008 and 2016 reported that there were 2,343 murders of trans and gender diverse individuals worldwide. Of those individuals, 46% were between the ages of 20 and 29. 
Black and Latina trans women who are in the sex worker industry are more vulnerable to violence because of laws and policies that criminalize sex work. According to the World Health Organization, quote, sex workers are often reluctant to report violent incidents to the police for fear of police retribution or of being prosecuted for engaging in sex work. Read the full story written by staff writer Katherine Lima at daily49er.com and in our special October issue. Now, here to talk about the origins of Dragon Ball culture is Arts and Life editor Paris Barraza. Drag culture is part of pop culture these days, but how many of us actually knew its history? I know I didn't, but get this. The first individual to call himself drag queen was William Dorsey Swan, a man that was born into slavery back in the 1860s. And prior to that, women were not allowed to act on most professional stages across the world. That means that men had to dress as women to perform a female role. While those actors were not drag queens, the term drag started in these spaces. A Long Beach favorite, Hamburger Mary's Bar and Grill is a popular LGBTQ-friendly restaurant that opened in San Francisco in 1972 and grew to 18 different locations spread around the U.S. A staple in gay communities, the restaurant chain is styled with flamboyant, mismatched decor and whimsical names for menu items. It also hosts drag shows on the weekends. Beginning with the Long Beach location at the crossroads of Broadway and Alamitos Avenue in 2001, Hamburger Mary's eventually moved to a larger space on Pine Avenue in 2014 to accommodate its growing popularity. The restaurant hosts a variety of events, putting its stage and stadium seating to good use with entertainment such as disco dining, Wayback Wednesdays, Trans Tuesdays, and brunchettes during the weekends. However, the coronavirus pandemic has led Hamburger Mary's to adjust its business model to extend service to outside parklets and include masks and face shields to employees' wardrobe. Despite the limited seating, Hamburger Mary's still has frequent entertainment and a friendly staff. Here's Peter again, sharing his experience as a transgender man. Recently, I celebrated my six-month anniversary of starting hormone replacement therapy. These past six months have been some of the best in my entire life, and they have me thinking about transness and how I used to hate it, how I wanted to purge it from my body. I did everything I could to avoid it. I postponed being who I am until I couldn't take it anymore. When I allowed myself to live my truth, I eventually discovered that I love being transgender. Transgender people are not a monolith, and our experiences are not all the same. But for me, I created who I am and forged my identity from scratch. I am both painter and canvas, and I don't know what could be more beautiful than that. Although I was assigned female at birth, I do not identify as FTM, or female to male. I am empty to complete. I am parts becoming a whole. I never felt like I was born in the wrong body. I was born in a body that loves me, that never stopped loving me when I could not love it back. I learned to be grateful for the body I was born in, because to take up a physical form, to exist at all, is a gift. I am a man because I say so. I carry my narrow shoulders, my shorter frame, and my wider hips with pride because they are parts of the body that have gotten me this far. I used to nitpick these features and every part of me that made me dysphoric. Every day, these characteristics would torture me. I tried learning to accept them but didn't put pressure on myself to practice body positivity. 
It seemed too big and too unrealistic of a task to love every part of my body, so I tried just accepting it as it was. I figured that if I hated my body pre-transition, I would still hate it after medically transitioning because I would still be the same self-hating person, just in a different body. Self-hate is in the mind, not in the mirror. I was never trapped in my body. I was trapped in an immovable mind. I was trapped by norms and rules forced on me by those who could not understand or accept my existence. But now I know and accept myself. And that is enough. Well, that wraps things up for this episode of Beach Weekly. Thanks to Southland Credit Union for sponsoring this episode. Once again, Southland Credit Union has options for you. As a student of Long Beach State, you have access to student loans, student loan refinance, free online financial education courses, free checking, and low rates on auto loans. Southland Credit Union is the official credit union of Long Beach State Athletics. Visit beachcu.com for more. Again, be sure to check out our special October issue at daily49er.com. I've been your host, Julia. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time.